What's up, y'all? Kofi Kingston here, and I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks, depending on what that drink is. Preferably non-alcoholic, you know? How's it going? The Celtic Warriors, James. Wardlow here. Soda. I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. Maple syrup. Bye-bye. I would never have a drink with wrestling on the rocks. With that, I do want to uh, pour another drink and say thanks to the Fans First Sports Network for keeping our lights on, keeping things going. I want to shift topics now, if we can. I want to talk about what happened in the very end of um, War Games that led into Raw, obviously. CM Punk's music hits. He comes out. Oh, my God. Hell froze over. Mighty cold day in hell. Seth Rollins, if you saw on the internet, was calling him a motherfucker and flipping him the bird. So that's a whole other thing we'll get into. Uh, my initial reaction, personally, was... Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. My second <laughs> reaction was... That sucks for all the guys in the main event. Because what we just did is spent the last 10 minutes of airtime with a tight camera, no words, on punk basically saying fuck everything you just saw you know what i mean like it was it erased the whole main event it sucks for randy orton although he's randy fucking orton dude like there's no you know take away yeah. that dude's that dude could be a hall of fame two years ago you know uh yep. no one's gonna go back and be like oh he had a flub of a comeback right but it was completely overshadowed so was the main event a lot of these people put themselves out there and all people are talking about for two days is punk and Randy Orton's back and better than ever. And that main event uh-huh. was dope except for drew. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I'm very curious to see what comes of punk in WWE because mm-hmm. when he came back to AEW, huge pop annoying, but the work wasn't really there. Like, he was protected and he wasn't in matches every week. And the matches he was in, they, none of them were like, oh my God, CM Punk was in this match. It was okay, you know? Like, I never, I never, I, you don't have highlight reels of CM Punk versus John Moxley on Squared Circle every week like you'll have for other matches, you know? And you're like, okay, well, is this going to be more of that? Is this because... To me, you just signed a 40-year-old, 40-plus, you know, he's 46 now, Mm 46-year-old guy who has a big fat following, but I don't know what he's going to do in the ring. He's wrestled for two years and got injured three times. Gotten in two fights, been suspended and fired. (laughs) He's he scared Tony Khan to, (laughs) you wouldn't believe some guy had to come out and issue a statement. Yeah. Dude, I will say uh, that my biggest concern, my <laughs> dude, I felt real bad for Triple H when I saw that. I said, oh, my God, Triple H must be fearing for his life right now. <laughs> you know, like that sucks for Triple H, you know? Yeah. Uh, before we get into what he said on Raw, Digi does say Orton was overshadowed. JD nearly got decapitated. It didn't matter. 
And did you says the other thing that I wonder is the mess that AEW is, did that change his thoughts on WWE? Um, and I, I mean, I'm going to talk about that in just a second. I want to know your guys's opinion on the clip of Seth Rollins. Do you think Seth Rollins is shooting or working? It's working. You think it's working? Oh, you think when he was trying to, when he was being held back, the yeah. like the yeah. video of him at War Games. Yeah, it was a work. I'm I'm sure he's that's gonna be his next like person with him is that, and that'll be part of the angle as you came in after this took my took my moment. Okay, and that could be good because I also think they could work well together. Seth can make anyone look good, um, mm-hmm. but. What does CM Punk bring? Right. Bishop, do you think it was a worker or a shoot on the Seth Rollins anger? Um, it's tough, man, because he's he's so incredible at putting the personal aside for the business. Mm-hmm. So if no one was told beforehand, um, I would find it hard for him to want to invest in the next storyline in that moment. No, yes. I don't think it's on-site fighting. I don't think he was ready to go fight him, but I'm sure he was pretty pissed off. But I don't know. I don't know. I didn't put much investment into the video. Um, if I had to guess, I would say he was upset, but maybe overacting, thinking that it was a good thing. But what was he going to do? He's going to go up there and fight him? I don't think he would. No, I don't think so. The impression I got watching Cole and Graves, I didn't get the impression that Seth Rollins was going to go fight him. It did look to me, and I'm always happy to be worked when I get worked, right? But uh, like Digi says, Rollins has said over and over again he doesn't like him. Seth Rollins has said for years, when Punk wasn't even around, that he doesn't like him, that he hope he never comes back. Why would you be doing that in out-of-character interviews if you actually like the guy and hope to work with him? You know what I mean? They're not friends. No. CM Punk nearly, I mean, I don't want to like overstate it, but he he ruined six years of Roman Reigns' career. You know what I mean? Everyone talks about how good Roman is now and how did he overcome what the other stuff was. Well, you guys had to become disillusioned with CM Punk for you guys to get over what CM Punk said. CM Punk tried to ruin Roman. Seth and Roman are still very close. You know? Like, I don't think that Seth wants to work with him. And I think that he was pissed. I wouldn't have been surprised if he was trying to go ruin CM Punk's moment. Not that he wanted to fight him, but that he wanted to get in that camera shot and tell him off to his face in the camera so they had to cut away because he knows they can't use that footage. Are you right. working if they can't use any of it? Are you hoping strictly for online stuff? Maybe, maybe you want that chatter trending on X or Twitter. It was like 2000 or more tweets. Raw gets 2 million. Mm-hmm. Smackdown gets two to 3 million. That is less than 1% of your audience talking about it. Do you give, do you think they give that much of a shit? to record non-usable footage for 1% of the audience. You know what I mean? I just don't yeah. see that. The way Corey Graves and Michael Cole look like to me wasn't, that's not what they do, right? If it was a work, they don't get involved. You know what I mean? They just don't, but they, it looked to me like they were trying to tell their friend not to get themselves fired. It's not worth it. Stay over here. He'll be gone in a minute. Oh, it might. It, it... I might have to look back on it that way too, because if did you see the Michael Cole Corey Graves video? Mm-hmm. And and Corey's look was exactly what he's been saying on shoot interviews as well. He's like, we were great friends back in the day. We had a falling out. If he wants to come back and make money, I can't be mad at people making money. But I'll I'll work with who I have to work with. 
And his yeah. his look was just straight ahead. No re not even a flinch of the crowd popping. Did it get fucking Corey Graves to react? He looked so disappointed that it was happening. Yeah. So yeah. I could imagine him sucking it up and hearing what he heard in his headphones, because you know somebody said something. I'm sure to your point, he was translating that to Rollins in some way, shape, yeah. or form. And you know how it goes. A buddy holds you back. You want to move away. So maybe he was more yeah. fighting off Corey Graves than he was trying to get the punk. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And Corey, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, Corey said it, it wasn't even a falling out. It was a straight up CM Punk blocking him for no reason. Well, he, like, he admitted to not being the best of the best friend he could have been as well. So he said he, he reached out to Punk when he left the company and Punk just refused to talk to anybody who was in the business and he okay. was really hurt by that. That's the yeah. story I remember hearing him say. But if he said that he could have been a better friend, maybe. And I think maybe he even said maybe I could have reached out more. But when you're gotcha. told to fuck off by somebody you were really close with, right? not up to you to reach out anymore, man. That's up to them to make right. that right. right. In my opinion. I mean, what do I know? I'm not a psychologist. Uh, I think... Good. Go ahead. Go ahead, Clint. I think another part of this too that I keep thinking about is... I don't get why he... I wanted so much there to be like a muted reaction. And I think the only reason that they did it was because they were in Chicago, because if they did it somewhere else where he wasn't from, they probably would have gotten more of a muted reaction because this guy's done everything he can to burn bridges. So this is a money grab. Yeah, I don't see any other... Like, this is not, I'm coming back for the purity of this, the biggest stage. No, this is... Yeah, the place that was giving you a really cushy gig uh, told me to fuck off, and well, you guys are pretty dope. Did you catch him catch himself when he said, "I came back to get what I need out of this company," and then he goes, "And to give back to all of you fans because I love you guys." No, he knew mm -hmm. he's there because he knows this is it. This is his last shot to not go out as a fucking idiot. He is a punk to everybody, and not the punk yeah. they love. He, this is his only shot to get into the Hall of Fame, to be recaled as an icon. This is it. Mm -hmm. If he fucks this up, then he's an idiot. He is a shitty, egotistical hypocrite if he fucks this up. But if he makes this work, then he's a legend with a Hall of Fame career with, uh, um, what do you call those? The, um, the legends contracts. He'd get paid indefinitely from WWE. This is the only way. He recoups everything that he destroyed by coming back to begin with. This is how he rewrites his story. This is it. He needs WWE. WWE doesn't need him. So for no. WWE, it's win-win. Punk comes in and either fucking flies straight and does what he wants and he gets what he wants and we capitalize on him or he fucks up and he's out the door and it doesn't matter because we keep moving forward because we have... 120 bona fide superstars chomping at the bit for his spot who will gladly take it and run with it. We have yep. LA Knight. We have Randy Orton. We have Seth Rollins. We have Roman Reigns. We don't need CM Punk in any of that. People have yep. been fantasy booking. WrestleMania the past two years just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Kevin Owens was stone cold. You fucking out of your mind. Do you think that that would have been better with CM Punk in there? No, it was no. perfect. Right? Sami Zayn KO had that moment. We don't need a CM Punk moment, right? But if we give CM Punk a moment, we look good, he looks good, good. So for them, it's win-win, right? He fucks up and he's out and we keep moving. This isn't like AEW who he fucks up and we have to fucking figure out how to rebuild. We've built everything around him. AEW mm -hmm. fucked up on that. But So I think that CM Punk is here selfishly um, as well. What did you guys think of his return promo? 
that we had to wait three hours for. Well, before before that, um, one thing Triple H said at the press conference was there had to be interest on all sides, including the fans. And this is why I've been telling everyone on Twitter to shut the fuck up after he got <laughs> let go by AEW. And it's because the chatter got so loud. It's like, well, when's CM Punk going to come to WWE? He's He's got no place else to go. He's got to come to... He has no place to go for a reason. And he tells you yeah. why he has no place to go. Because he's a dick and he doesn't play by the rules because he thinks he's bigger than the business. And when he shows you his talent level and lack of athleticism in AEW, why would you want him back? And that was my question. Why? Why would you want him back? Well, because he's CM Punk. But why? There is no why. Because he doesn't bring the value. And then, uh, to your point, Marsh, if if WWE, because WWE has a set of rules, right? Again, this is back to that, you know, infrastructure versus money. Tony Khan has more money than WWE, but WWE is worth more money. That infrastructure they have, Punk has to play by the rules. Yeah, There's no chance he can't play by the rules because the second he doesn't play by the rules, they will eat the money and say goodbye. Yeah, he yeah. has like the people, the, the AEW uh, guys who don't know how to, uh, you know, be creative, all the fans, all the, the throaters, gluckers, if you will. Shout out to Chad Apple and Cheap Pops. Um, they were calling him PG Punk. Well, I call him Company Man Punk because it's CM Punk, right? Keep it CM. He's Company Man now. And he's going to be because to your point, Mars. This is this is where he rewrites his history. He now will yeah. become a legend. Uh, that the legend that they said he was, he will turn into. I've never yeah. seen it. I know I'm not going to see it coming forward because he can't fucking wrestle anymore. He can't move. Two years, three injuries, nothing but crowd reactions. I get it. Sold millions of t-shirts. Why? I don't know. I just haven't seen it. Went back and watched all the WWE stuff. Haven't seen it. Don't get it. But the crowd loves him. Okay, doesn't mean it's good. People love McDonald's. I don't need it. You know. So like. At the end of the day, when it came to his promo, he said everything I was thinking. So to wrap all that together, he just he came out company man and did his thing. It's like, yeah. okay, that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna come here, play by the rules, and turn into the legend that you know people say he is already. I think it's annoying how a lot of people are saying people who are shitting on the pot on the on the promo, they they're asserting what they believe you must be thinking, right? Uh, and it's just not true. Digi says, and I trust Digi on stuff like this. Uh, TNA put an off, um, put in an offer as well uh, for Punk, and he said that he said during his out music, "I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money." And uh, I do think there was a couple little pot shots like that. I do think that was a shot at Tony specifically because that was what he said in the brawl out thing, right? He goes, "I'm trying to run a fucking business, right?" Uh, and these people are just playing friends backstage. So he's like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. But I will say that I think that was the most honest part of the whole thing because I do feel like that's exactly what he's doing. He doesn't care about anything but himself, and he never has. I think that that could be turned into a nice little heel run for him if he does right, right? That could create a conflict if you have the right player on the other side. But I will say I'm not excited about anything that he's going to do because the other thing is that I like my favorites, right? I love Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and Bailey. And Stone Cold, right? When you see Sami Zayn get into a match with Johnny Knoxville, and you've been a Sami Zayn fan since he was in NXT, and you go, man, what a spot for him. And then you see that that builds him into the WrestleMania main event the following year. Mm -hmm. You feel good for a guy who got that. When you see a dude who you've only seen and heard of as an asshole start to get the things that he's always wanted, I don't get excited by that. Yeah. Yeah. 
the other thing is this is is you see Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn in WrestleMania two years before they tag team in a main event, and you think, how fucking cool is that they get to work together? When I watch any CM Punk match in WWE, all I'm gonna think is fucking sucks for that guy who had to work with punk (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean like i'm not excited about that and there's no the generation of people he came up with that he inspired are so disillusioned with him now you know like they're the, the people that came up and came up and like aspired to be him and like had this relationship with him and stuff like that they're either in aew or they're in Enix, or they're WWE, and they're doing fine. And why would, you know, it's, it's to me, it's kind of like that stretch in the early 2000s where Shawn Michaels was going to do a, a match series with Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. and didn't work out because <laughs> yeah. Hulk went into business for Hulk, and you just saw Shawn go into business for Shawn. Like, this, this kind of, like, I don't, see anything here that's going to be positive. I don't think there's anyone that wants to work with them. Everyone there is built up and doing so well. Why would it matter? It'll derail a lot of them. You know what I mean? Well, I think... Can I... Go ahead. Good. Oh, a lot of... Cody said it Cody said it at the press conference. We... He's never seen a locker room that moves as a unit. And if Punk wants to come in here and help us move as a as a, as a unit, by all means, let's do it. You want to help us grow and build us, 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 us. When's the last time CM Punk says us? Yeah, it's always CM Punk. It's always me. It's never us. And if he says us, he's alluding to the fans that cheer his name. He's not even talking about the fans. He doesn't fucking love the fans. He never has. Never fucking has. He uses it braggadociously to say, "Hey, you guys cheer me." Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Like, like here's the okay. How about this? Do you think? Do you? Of all the times we've heard the chant, do you ever think the crowd will say, you can't wrestle to CM Punk? Do you think that'll ever happen? No, dude. They're so disillusioned. It's so crazy. So the other day they posted on, I forget which one it was. Some Someone posted a clip of CM Punk taking on like all of the shield. And uh, I think Punk won that match. Uh, and I was watching a clip and I was like, dude, this is like bad. Like you could see right through his stuff. He wasn't connecting. He was slapping his leg all over the place. He looked like an indie wrestler in the middle of all this. And you saw a bunch of people bouncing around, making him look good, but you could see right through everything he was doing. And this was in the height of his era. And I sent that. And I was like, do you see what I see? And you're like a knockoff shitty Adam Cole. And I was like, yeah, Adam Cole was inspired to be this shitty. Right. Cause I don't like Adam Cole very well. I sleep, see right through his shit too. But I don't understand how he could wrestle that bad in a company where people are wrestling at such high levels and have people still say that's the best. I don't get it. But to go back a minute, people are saying that people didn't like the promo because he didn't torch AEW because there wasn't a physical confrontation uh, because it wasn't some massive pipe bomb. And that's not why I didn't like it. I didn't like it because it felt disingenuous. Uh, the way he said I've changed and provided no context, I don't need you to torch Tony Khan or AEW. But if you said I've changed, give me something. Saying I've been through things recently that is not exactly a secret that has really affected the way I think about things. That's all I need to hear. But to say mm-hmm. I've changed and it's cliche, but I love all you guys, fuck off. Right. That's gaslighting, motherfucker. Right. 
That's exactly what that is. You abuse someone in a relationship and say, but I've changed and provide no context. You're gaslighting. You're manipulating. You're not genuine. Give me context. Give me your new perspective. I've changed. How? How have you changed? All you said is I've changed and I love the fans. Did you hate the fans before? You know what I mean? <laughs> like you're giving me nothing here. And that's what I meant by it when I said I didn't like it and it was shallow and hollow because it was, you gave me nothing. I've changed. That's your whole promo. Tell me how and why without telling me names or instances. I feel different about this place than I felt about it two years ago. I've been given a new perspective about this place since I've been away. I had a talk with Hunter in a way I've never talked to Hunter before. Phil talked to Paul in a way that Phil's never talked to Paul before. Remember they cut that promo when he's like, I'm not punk talking to Triple H. I'm Phil talking to Paul Levesque. And he was saying he's going to kick the shit out of Triple H. Have him call back to that. You don't have to call back to AEW. You can say the last time Phil Brooks called out to Paul Levesque, it wasn't very friendly. But a week ago, Phil Brooks called out to Triple H, a much different humble person. Because Phil Brooks learned something about Phil Brooks that Paul Levesque was trying to teach him years ago. Give me something that makes me go, oh shit, this is there's depth here. Yeah, He's telling a story here. He is different. He has changed, but he didn't. He just went, I've changed. I love the fans. Yay, Chicago. I'm in Nashville. Love being a Blackhawks fan. What the fuck is that? What are you doing? Who are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it was just a nothing promo. I had to wait three hours to watch, which, I mean, we'll talk about Raw in a second. It wasn't a terrible Raw. There was a lot of fun stuff in there. But at the end of the day, we were hooked by 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 Phil coming out to speak and to be honest, he was maybe the fifth best promo of the night. Sami Zayn confronting Drew McIntyre, better. Cody talking to nobody, better. Shinsuke talking in Japanese, I don't know what he's saying, better. Well, you do know, know what, what he mean? said because they put the words underneath it. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> do you speak Japanese to know if the subtitles were right? I don't. That's true. That's true. All he I know is been what reading the recipe for a burger. Yes. That's Have true. you listened to Rammstein? A lot of those are recipes. It's not the hateful music you think it is. Actually, usually it's just titty jokes. Dude. Boobies are dope. Titty yeah. Stein. Uh, uh, you, you hit my heart. I love Ramstein. Yeah. Seth Rollins promo better than, than, than Punk's. I loved when the crowd started chanting CM Punk and he said, get it out because I'm not spending any more time talking about this, that hypocrite. I'm going to talk about this title and I'm talking about what I'm doing next. And that can be one of two things. It could be him taking a pot shot because fuck you, dude. Remember with, with Riddle, how he was trying to get a match with Seth and Seth wasn't having it. It took like two years to get to a point where Seth was willing to do the business because they were going to super push Riddle and he needed him to, to learn, right? Seth doesn't fuck around when he's talking shit like that, I don't think. But at the same time, it also leaves that seed where if we ever come back to it, fine. But as yeah. of right now, this is the truth. You know what I mean? That's that's my biggest worry with this whole thing because Seth seems like such a good guy, such a a real company man, like a real one who wants the best for the business and the industry, and will put all his effort into making sure that his ability to be there helps everyone. And yes. his his program with Riddle, he's he's held no shots before and after. Didn't like the guy. Don't like the guy. Still don't like the guy. I never liked the guy. But when they asked me to do business, I did business. And I thought we did great business. And I'm like, fuck, man, I feel bad for you because nobody wants to be around people that that 
introduce negative energy into their lives. And if he's yeah. going to be forced to be put in this situation again, I feel so bad for him. But here's the problem. He's going to do great at it. And he's going to continue to be great at it because he has personal integrity. At least that's what I see. So I'd feel bad for him to do it. It would look great if he did. I believe I mentioned it on TWT's podcast, the Terrible Wrestling Takes podcast. I would love to see the Hogan, Shawn Michaels of it. I would rather see Seth do that. Fucking, oh, you want me to work with CM Punk? Okay, I will bump like this. Take a fucking GTS and do the rock stunner roll over the ropes and everything. End up on the announce table after a GTS. Like, fucking show how ridiculous it is that you have to carry this guy. He's going to have to carry 98% of the match. Yeah. Uh Yeah, absolutely. Um, Clump, was there anything else you want to say about Punk? Nothing positive. Yeah, that's good. Um, did you say Poke Doom? He's all Mike. Yeah. yeah. Um, before that, really, before that too, he said he's all Mike, and and after Dizzy said that CM Punk's all Mike, you had actually got right into the the reason he's not all Mike. Just because you can say words clearly and invoke a reaction from the crowd doesn't mean you're actually saying anything. No. And the 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 amount of or the the lack thereof of substance in that six minute promo. I played it for the missus. She goes, Oh, okay. What did he say? I was like, yeah, exactly. He didn't fucking say anything. Producer lady hadn't seen anything. He did in AEW. And she was laughing at him while he said stuff. When he said, I'm the most feared man in the business. We both started laughing. Mm. Who's afraid of you. You literally got kicked out of your last job because no one's afraid of you. Silver spoon, non able to fight little tiny underweight bitches attacked you. Because you, a professional fighter in UFC, are so bad at giving off an aura that you can fight that they had no problem confronting you physically. No one's afraid of you. If the Young Bucks aren't afraid of you, you're a cupcake, dude. No one's afraid of you. Like, what are you talking about? That was so funny. And then saying that that everyone's afraid he set the bar too high. That was probably working. I imagine that's going to be his story. As he moves into to any story he goes into, I've set the bar X high. Uh, I just don't buy it. There's right. nothing that what, anyone's doing that's worse than him. What bar? Yeah. What, where? Where is it? It's nowhere near Romans. No. And it's, <laughs> it's nowhere near Romans. I haven't seen one match that looks like a Seth or an AJ match. I mean, what, no. what are you talking about? Yeah. I feel like he's I don't coming know. in. He's going to be the WWE interpretation of Chris Jericho's career in AEW. Hope not, but I hear you. I, it's, it, I hear you, but I hope not. It is CM Punk Appreciation Society. <laughs> oh, that'd be the, a new straight edge society. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, Digi says, I wonder if Punk being signed is really about getting his wife. I mean, I don't know that that's... Hundred uh, percent, but out, I would say she's that, been pretty happily not, out of the business. Yeah, she's not she's doing a man lot. like that. I mean, no, yeah, it's not like she trailblazed or anything like that. I mean, she was she was quality, but it's not like she was, you know, the the end all be all. Nothing she was probably the best woman's talker now. for a while. Yeah, for a while, I think she was the best talker the women had. Uh, but at a point, I do think the women's division was maybe arguably in some areas at its worst. I also don't think you signed CM Punk for three years to get AJ Lee to come in for the Royal Rumble. No. I just don't think you do that. 
Although I would love AJ in the Rumble. I would love to see her do a short program with Bailey and maybe pivot into a, a Mania match against Becky kind of on the side. That would be great. It would be great. When, but when I went back and watched some stuff that I missed of WWE, AJ Lee was on a lot of it. And yeah. every time I'd watch a match of hers, her song would be stuck in my head for like three fucking weeks. I love so, that song. Dude, it's if if it hit at the Rumble, then I think you're absolutely wrong. You do sign CM Punk to bring his wife at the Rumble because that fucking entrance music would get a pop. That's true. That song is so good. Every time I watch it, it's stuck in my head now. It's always stuck in my head. Dude, and anytime I hear, it, I'm like, yeah. I'd be at work and it just plays in my head. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? It's almost as good as Bailey's original music. Um. Yeah, Sammy. I mean, we'll Sammy's see. original music is good too. Sammy. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what he does. I'm not. I'm not excited. I don't care if he does anything. Uh, I don't care if he gets fired and leaves. I am intrigued by his appearance, by his existence within the company, because it is, without anything else, a super notable mended bridge, right? That was the one that would never be undone, right? That was worse than anything anyone had ever done. Although we brought back Ultimate Warrior after he sued, they kept Vader out of the Hall of Fame because of the concussion lawsuit, right? CM Punk's been on record for years that he shit his pants because of WWE. And I think that makes him a notable pants shitter and not a bad WWE. WWE didn't ask anyone else to shit their pants. He chose to shit his pants like we all have. I'll say, doesn't that make him a friend of the show? <laughs> it's my biggest inspiration from him. He's got an argument. <laughs> to be honest, it's the one thing he's done that I've tried to live by. If CM Punk can shit his pants, so can I, you know? True. True. If if CM Punk can lose two two fights in UFC, so can I, you know? That's all There's the nothing truth. CM Punk's doing that I can't do. I can lose a fight. I can shit my pants. Why am I not signed? You know what I mean? Give me yeah. a legends contract. You know, where's your pipe bomb? Where's my pipe bomb promo? I... Dude, it's a different kind of pipe bomb. Oh, yeah. Explosive, though. Yeah. yeah. I keep it smooth. Um, I, I'm very curious to see what they do with him. I do think there's a lot of potential for stuff that could be interesting. Just nothing comes to mind. And I want to see who carries him. If you ask me, the best booking for him is either he joins Jamage Control, so he can wrestle with the women, which would be nice. Or he joins Alpha Academy, so he can team with Tozawa, which would be nice. No. <laughs> I, I'd i like to see him as like a, a figurehead of sorts. Because um, I just, I have zero interest in watching him wrestle. So if yeah. his value is alliteration on the mic, like the ability to speak, then, okay, find a way to build the characters that are going to wrestle for you. So be be the voice of the voiceless. Be the fucking manager for Braun Strowman and other people who can't talk. You know, but that's... Mm -hmm. He's he's too CM Punk about it. He, he needs to be in the spotlight. But I'd much rather see him, you know... He's got to prove something to me. And the one thing I saw in AEW can't fucking do is wrestle. So I'm not excited to see him anything. I, I fucking... I was yelling at the ringer who did an emergency episode saying Seth Cody need to um, fucking main event night one of WrestleMania. I said, it's fuck, fuck being able to lace anyone else's boots. Punk can't lace his own. 
Like, he cannot wrestle anymore. His athleticism alone means he shouldn't have a fucking match at WrestleMania. But could you imagine? Okay, here you go. Could you imagine a CM Punk hosted WrestleMania? How mm-hmm. much the crowd would pop every time he came out? I'll give him that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and say he's not gonna get the crowd reaction. So why wouldn't you have CM Punk host WrestleMania and get the crowd going fucking bananas for six sixteen hours over two nights? Have him be commentary. Commentary. No. I mean, he took no. a shot at Michael Cole, which was fucking crazy. He's the yeah. best at commentary. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, but also, I don't like his commentary. I do think he could make a good commissioner. I do think he could make a good leader of a faction. Like you said, start with a Braun Strowman, have him bring in a few people. And then you can slow build a match for him too, that maybe he could work on for a while. So by the time the match happens, it's not bad at all. You could do like the way MVP kind of did. Yeah. He did a few matches when they were special, maybe in a team, do something there. But, uh, but yeah, this is a little bit overblown that people are a little bit cynical to it. Cause also Nashville is Tennessee. That's a, that's a pretty wrestling heavy state and they've had AEW through them a lot. So I, they're a pretty savvy crowd. I don't, I mean, I would like it to be the situation of them just kind of being like, okay, whatever, you know, cause yeah. I think that's what he honestly deserves at this point. Yeah. Bishop, what do you think? Yeah. I think uh, the first thing I noticed is that the CM Punk chant, they ended quick, like in the beginning, you know, when they were chanting his name, chanting his name, it stopped really quick. And that surprised me. That surprised me a lot. And then when the CM Punk chants were happening, I said to myself, wow, this sounds a lot like those piped in Dom chants, right? Yeah. Uh, when people were booing Dom it, and it was claimed to be piped in. I was like, oh, this sounds very, very similar, just audi- audibly, right? Yeah. Um, so the fact that you brought it up the way, I'm like, wait, so is the Dom stuff piped in too? Because it sound the again, the audio sounded incredibly similar. Mm-hmm. Um but um, to your point, the only thing they reacted to was at the end when he goes and his name is and he threw the mic up and it was CM Punk in unison. Yeah. You know, so is that again part of that? Did they pipe it? Did they not? Personally, I don't think they pipe anything in because I don't think they benefit from that. I just don't I agree. You know, um, but is there a chance that they boost the audio? Sure. Yeah. Because not every stadium or arena gives you the response or the feedback, the feedback that's actually coming, right? Um, or even mic setup. Sometimes the ring yeah. is mic louder than others, you know? Like, so I, I would say there's a chance they may have boosted it so you can hear it better, but I think you nailed it, dude. He had nothing to say, so the crowd didn't respond. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. Um, and I think it's been another great episode one here in the dive bar of the IWC Bishop real quick, uh, because you haven't brought it up. I think ever, how do people find you outside of our lovely dive bar of the IWC? Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on again. Uh, just at TW take at TW takes podcast on X slash Twitter. Uh, and for all audio platforms, go to TW takes podcast.com. If you just want to sample it, there's a radio player on the main page. Just hit the play button, listen to it. Uh, download me wherever you find your podcast. Cause I'm sure if you do do audio, you already got a setup. So just search Terrible Wrestling Takes, TW Takes Podcast, and you'll find me. Mars, thank you so much for having me on. Awesome. Thank you, Bishop Clump. Anything you wanna anything you wanna leave the, the drinking buddies with? No, I'm happy to be back. I'll this will not be a one-time thing. Dude, I am so happy to have you back full time, full bore, full clump, beef planet clump. Beef planet. <laughs> 
Dude, that's got to be it next. Beef Planet Club, Club is Club, awesome. Beef Planet Club, Club. I did lose Club, my Twitter, Club. so I could do uh, Beef Planet Club now. You could do Beef Planet Club. Plus, I've been moving to threads. I've been sitting on threads, kind of scrolling through and lurking, and I like it so much more than this ex-Twitter bullshit. It is so yeah. fun over there, to be honest. So I'm using ex-Twitter less and less and less. That's why my at over here is my threads, at Marsh Ref, but my Venmo is at Ref Marsh. We are at WOTR the show on X for now, but you can find us on threads and Instagram and YouTube at Wrestling on the Rocks. We are wrestlingontherocks.com slash shop to buy your badass merch. Guys, we'll be back here in the dive bar of the IWC for a brand new episode one. Whenever, put the I and subscribe in the known notifications and you'll find out when we're going to be next. Guys, that's the last call. Cheers. Producer Lady here. Thanks for tuning in. Continue to support and buy us a drink by putting the I and subscribe and reviewing our podcast. And cheers to Fans First Sports Network for keeping the dive bar lights on. I would never have a drink with wrestling on the rock.